Hi, everyone. Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make a difference in the world. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Melissa Ike. I'm a co-founder and the director of communications and development for the Dragonfly Home, a nonprofit in Oklahoma City that serves survivors of human trafficking. I'm also a writer, speaker, and attorney, and you can learn more about me at melissaike.com. That's melissaeik.com. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. So the format this week and for the next couple episodes is a little different. Of course, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen protests across the U.S. and even around the world in response to the homicide of George Floyd, an African-American man at the hands of Minneapolis police officers. Protesters have also been drawing special attention to the recent murders of Ahmed Arbery and Breonna Taylor, both of whom were also African-Americans, both of whose deaths were also rooted in racism. But of course, the people protesting out in the streets and raising their voices online and in other ways aren't just demanding justice for the murders of these three people. They're demanding justice for centuries of violence, brutality, and just wholly unfair treatment stemming from the racism that was built into the foundation of the United States. Literally, slave labor, or as it's called in the modern definition of the crime, victims of human trafficking, specifically labor trafficking, played a huge role in the actual physical work of building the White House and the Capitol and other monuments. So I decided to skip my usual podcast last week because as people in the United States were rising up and lifting their voices against this injustice perpetrated against Black, Indigenous people of color, it just didn't feel right to operate business as usual and publish what I had planned. I wanted to take a beat listen and use that time to take in what was happening and do my best to be a support to people of color and do my best to be an ally. So then as I was planning for this week, I thought on a show that's literally called Making Your Impact, a show that is all about how we can make the world a better place. I think it's critical for us to spend some time reflecting on how we, most specifically those of us who are white, can grow as anti-racists and proclaim that Black Lives Matter and incorporate that into whatever individual way that we are called to make our impact. Learning more about how to be a better anti-racist will help me better serve survivors of human trafficking, better educate the public to prevent human trafficking, will help me to better equip listeners to this show on um, how to make your impact and help more people and be inclusive. So I've been using the past couple of weeks to listen and study and reflect and, and process on how I can do better as a white woman to be a better ally and a better anti-racist, as well as how to use the show as a platform for continuing this discussion in the immediate short-term episodes and then as part as a longer-term discussion. This is not just a one-and-done thing today. I believe that this show, however small it may be right now, can in some way play a role in in this long-term work of fighting racism in our country and amplifying voices of the Black community and 
as a whole, the Black Indigenous people of color. So today is part one, the first of several upcoming episodes I'm in the process of recording about how we can make our impact to stand against racism in the immediate and the long term. So today I wanted to, I just really wanted to express my heart and my initial response to the current events that are happening surrounding this. And so I I was thinking about it and I spent a lot of time over the weekend writing and, and thinking. And then I realized that really when it comes to just simply my heart and initial response, I actually have already written a statement. I did that last week after I had some time to think. I, I shared this statement um, on my social media channels. Maybe you've seen it, but I just wanted to read it today to speak the words out loud. So here we go. In the last week, I've watched in horror and outrage as the effects of racism in America stole the life of yet another person of color. George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, hundreds of thousands of Black Indigenous people of color before them throughout the course of U.S. history. I've prayed that God would somehow bring something out of this evil, this racism that is built into the foundation of our country. At the same time, I've watched in admiration and pride as friends and fellow citizens have courageously raised their voices to declare that Black lives matter. I've pled the blood of Jesus over those at the protest that God would protect them from sickness and harm. I've shaken with anger at the injustice faced by BIPOC communities, yet I've dared to hope that the impact of the last few days will bring about lasting change. I've also felt in this last week that it was far better for me to share the words of people of color than to add my own commentary. As a white woman, I benefit from privileges that prevent me from ever truly understanding what people of color experience every day in facing racism. So how are my words relevant here? I figure that it was a good time, frankly, for me to shut up and leave it to the true experts to speak. But something occurred to me today. My voice isn't entirely irrelevant. Yes, it's my responsibility to amplify voices of people of color, but it is also my responsibility to address you, listener, if you're a fellow white person and tell you we can both do better to be anti-racist. If you're white and you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I am perfectly not racist. How dare you imply otherwise? I have friends and family members who are people of color. Then I'm here to tell you, my friend, let's think about this. I think you may have some work to do. Let's work on that together. If you're white and listening to this and you're wondering how to grow in becoming anti-racist, awesome. Let's work on it together. Check out posts that I've shared on my Facebook page throughout the past couple of weeks with resources for doing just that. And please let me know if you watch or read or listen to any of them. If you are a person of color listening to this, I want to express how much I value you, your gifts, your voice, and everything that God placed in you that makes you an incredible person. I know I'm not perfect. I know I can do better. And my heart is to do better. I promise to keep learning and growing to become a better ally for you. 
I promise these are not empty words. Thank you for having grace with me that I don't deserve. I am praying for you and sending love with all my heart. I'll be back next week with some additional thoughts on this. And as as we move on the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing things like fundraising ideas. They are universally applicable, but they'll be specifically geared toward uh, how we can give toward the Black Lives Matter movement or support organizations that are doing the work of fighting racism on a daily basis. I'm also going to share some personal recommendations of resources that have helped me learn and grow, learn about people from backgrounds different from me and that I know have helped me develop uh, empathy, a little bit more understanding. And there are also shows, books, and podcasts that I really legitimately enjoy. So I'll be sharing those in the next couple of weeks. But for now, I want to end this episode with a movement that I've heard over the last couple of weeks that is so poignant. Uh, hashtag say their name. This is a movement that I've seen on social media to draw attention to the fact that there are so many black deaths that happen at the hands of police in our country that we never hear in the news or we hear mentioned and and it's so prevalent that it's easy to forget about. According to an article I found on NPR attached to the podcast Code Switch, and I'll put that source in the show notes, black Americans are killed by the police at a rate twice as high as white Americans. I'm, I mean... Reading through these names, I know I have definitely not heard all of them. And these are names from just a few last few years. It is not an exhaustive list. Some of these names I'm not sure about the pronunciation on. I couldn't find pronunciation for all of them, so I will do my best. But please just take a moment of silence with me and just honor these individuals with me. Eric Garner, John Crawford III, Michael Brown, Azelle Ford, Dante Parker, Michelle Cousseau, Laquan McDonald, George Mann, Tanisha Anderson, Akai Gurley, Tamir Rice, Romaine Brisbane, Jeremy Reed, Matthew Ajibade, Frank Smart, Natasha McKenna, Tony Robinson, Anthony Hill, Maya Hall, Philip White, Eric Harris, Walter Scott, William Chapman II, Alexia Christian, Brendan Glenn, Victor Manuel La Rosa, Jonathan Sanders, Freddie Blue, Joseph Mann, Salvador Ellswood, Sandra Bland, Albert Joseph Davis, Darius Stewart, Billy Ray Davis, Samuel DeBose, Michael Sabby, Brian Keith Day, Christian Taylor, Troy Robinson, Assams Farrell Manley, Felix Kumi, Keith Harrison McLeod, Junior Prosper, Lamontez Jones, Patterson Brown, Dominic Hutchinson, Anthony Ashford, Alonzo Smith, Tyree Crawford, India Kager, Levante Biggs, Michael Lee Marshall, Jamar Clark, Richard Perkins, Nathaniel Harris Pickett, Benny Lee Tigner, Miguel Espinal, Michael Noel, Kevin Matthews, Betty Jones, Quintonio Legrier, 
Keith Childress Jr., Janet Wilson, Randy Nelson, Antroni Scott, Wendell Celestine, David Joseph, Kaylin Rockmore, Dijon Perkins, Christopher Davis, Marco Loud, Peter Gaines, Tori Robinson, Darius Robinson, Kevin Hicks, Mary Truxillo, Demarcus Seamer, Willie Tillman, Terrell Thomas, Silville Smith, Alton Sterling, Philando Castillo, Terrence Crutcher, Paul O'Neill, Alteria Woods, Jordan Edwards, Aaron Bailey, Ronell Foster, Stephen Clark, Antoine Rosa II, Botham Jean, Pamela Turner, Dominique Clayton, Tatiana Jefferson, Christopher Whitfield, Christopher McCorvey, Eric Reason, Michael Lorenzo Dean, Ahmed Arbery, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd.